BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. All righty. Welcome back to the What We Said podcast. Today... On our podcast, we had the lovely Delaney Childs. But first, we want to remind you guys that our merch is still available. You can go. We'll link it in the description. Go click on it. Go shop our pieces. We have a couple crew necks, a couple hoodies. They're super soft, super comfy. And if you order them right now, you will not get them by Christmas. I want to make that clear. But you will still have them to be cozy Soon after Christmas. Soon after Christmas and for the upcoming winter months. So maybe if you forgot to get someone a Christmas present, you're looking for something else, get them what we said merch. You know, surprise them on New Year's. We should start giving each other presents on New Ooh, Year's too. I'm down. Any excuse to get a <laughs> gift, honestly, I'm here for. Yeah, seriously. And also we wanted to say next week is Christmas Eve. The 24th is a Tuesday. We will not be releasing a podcast episode. So we will be missing next week. We will miss talking to you guys. But we hope that you guys have a wonderful Christmas Eve. Spend time with your family. Happy holidays. We love you. And and that's what we said. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> episode's and over. that's it. Goodbye. But we'll talk to you guys uh, next year, I guess. No, not next year. Oh, we'll talk to sorry. them on the, the day before. Yeah, you're right. The perfect day. And you guys will be getting motivated for the new year. So mm-hmm. keep updated for our episode on the 31st. So we had Delaney Childs, like Chelsea said, on the podcast today. And Delaney is someone that I absolutely love following on Instagram. She's so genuine and very stunning and has awesome fashion sense. And she just gives me a lot of positive vibes. I really, really like her. She's super down to earth. And we've been wanting to have her on the podcast for a while. So in this episode, we talked about fashion, beauty. Um, We talked about the law of attraction and what that means to her in her life. Um, we talked about work ethic, how the heck she posts so many Instagram stories that are such good quality. She like takes you through her day on Instagram stories. She's really fun to follow. So we chatted all about that. And I just really love her. She's adorable. So we're super excited to have her on. We think you guys will get a lot of inspiration and value from this episode. So without further ado, here is Delaney. Welcome Delaney to the podcast. Thank you for having me. We are so excited. Um, We want to start with a brief overview on who you are, where you grew up. So where did you grow up? And give us kind of a little rundown of how you were as a kid. Okay, so I grew up in Reno, Nevada, and it's kind of like a small town vibe. And as a kid, I was pretty similar to what I am now. So I actually loved pretending to play work when I was a kid. Love (laughs) it. Yeah. So um, I never had a Barbie or I wasn't really into dolls, but I would ask my parents to buy me like 
work equipment. So I am dead. That is so funny. Yeah. Wait, okay, sorry. This is a, probably a dumb question. How close is Reno to Las Vegas? It's like a nine-hour drive. Oh, wow. Oh. But it's really close to Tahoe. So our airport is like the Reno-Tahoe airport. It's like 45 minutes from Tahoe. Okay. Okay. Horrible geography. So yeah, me to too. Me thinking, I'm like, oh, yeah. Mm, no clue. <laughs> yeah, about north or south. Everyone thinks Nevada, and then they're just like, Las Vegas. But, you know, Reno is pretty far from it and pretty different from it. Um, but, yeah. So as a kid, I loved pretending to work. So I would ask my parents to buy me, like, keyboards and typewriters and printers and phones. And then I would sit in my room for hours and pretend to help customers and put things away and ring people up and answer phones. And That is the cutest I'm thing ever, that actually. Is cute. So when did your love for fashion come about? I have honestly been dressing myself probably since the age of three. Like, I would not let my mom dress myself as soon as I knew that I was capable of doing yeah. it. And I would change my outfit like three times a day since I was three years old. So wow. I feel like it was pretty innate love for fashion. Dusty. Deep-rooted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So who is a style inspiration for you? Like maybe since when you were little and now? I mean, I always used to look up to my mom when I was little. I would just like sit in her sink while she got ready and watch her put on makeup. And I would used to help her pick out her clothes too. Um, so I feel like as a child, that was sort of my style inspiration. And mm-hmm. then currently, I love all of the supermodels who I feel like are emulating the 90s supermodels. So like Gigi Hadid, Bella Hadid, uh, Kendall Jenner, Hailey Bieber. I feel like they're all sort of taking after like Kate Moss and Naomi Campbell and stuff Definitely, like that. Definitely, yeah. Oh, I'm so into it. I love can, it. Can we talk about how Hailey Bieber – like? Her name has just become Haley Bieber, and I I forgot her maiden name the other day, and it's like Haley Baldwin. I forgot that her name was It's like was it was that. meant to be. Yeah. Seriously. I'm like, this is fate. Like, how it was do so I— so seamless. Yeah, it was so seamless. Okay, that's that's also a testament to the power of your Instagram handle. Mm-hmm. Like, Very people true. know you by your Instagram handle. Like, your name true. doesn't matter. Whatever your Instagram handle is, that's, that's who you name. are. Yeah. Yep. Did the people used to call you, like, okay, your name used to be the styled seed, right, on Instagram? Yes. When people would meet you, were they like, did they know your name? No. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Is that kind of why you changed it? Yes. That is so, so funny. funny. Yeah. That was kind of a problem. People would be like, oh, my God, the styled seed. Like, I'm so excited to meet you. And then they'd be like, I don't know your name. I'm like, that's a problem. <laughs> that's going to be an issue. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's so funny. Yeah. Um. So what's a go-to item right now that you're obsessing over, whether it's like a pair of shoes, jewelry? What are some of your faves? I feel like this is almost cliche to say, but I am obsessed with the Balenciaga triple S's, mm. um, which are like for people who don't know, the chunky dad sneakers by Balenciaga that a lot of people hate. Um, You're not the first person on this podcast to say that. I know. That's, that was Kemper's answer too. Mm-hmm. Really? Yes. yes. I mean, I feel like just proportionally what they do to an outfit is very like visually appealing to me and they just make everything look a little bit like more street style and cool and especially for like comfy winter outfits I feel like it just makes it a little bit more put together even though it's still really casual Definitely. I love that you know what's weird the the tinier my feet look the more I hate my outfit <laughs> yeah like no, I want clown feet yes. at this point Isn't that <laughs> the weird? better my outfit looks the bigger my feet are. it's so Truly. weird it's so weird <laughs> that's why those shoes are so good I am not okay. It's so true. That's why I'm laughing so hard because it's so true. And I have the tiniest feet. So like the bigger, like my Doc Martens, I got like a size too big kind of on accident. And I tried them on. I'm like, perfect. Yeah. (laughs) Love it. I know that feeling. It's so funny. I've also been so into comfy clothes lately. I've never been, I mean, 
actually, I, I've always prioritized comfort. Like, always my jeans yeah, I was going to say, we were wearing pink sweats in high school. I know. But the, like, my jeans always have to be comfortable and stuff. But lately, I've gotten to a point where I'm like, I actually wear sweats and hoodies every day. Mm-hmm. But, like, you can make it fashion. That's the exactly. thing. These days, if you just, like, put on some gold jewelry and, like, do your makeup up, it's like a look, you know? Yeah. Me and my boyfriend, Clayton, we call it chic sweats. Love so, it. So, like, if you put a blazer on with sweats or something, like, especially when we're in Europe and you're just walking a lot and you want to be comfy, but still you're in Europe, you want to be really fashionable, you just put, like, cool accessories with it and you're good to go, but you're still wearing sweats, which is great. Yeah. Yes. Like I have a question. Pajamas. This is off topic, but your boyfriend, Clayton, mm-hmm. he has great style, too. Did he always have great style or did you kind of… Did you have to teach? <laughs> yeah. Did you have to teach? <laughs> <laughs> I mean… He did not always have great style. (laughs) Unfortunately, when I met him, um, he was wearing like he was he dressed like a snowboarder. He's he was a snowboarder, Um, not professionally or anything, but that culture, Mm -hmm. you know. So he would wear like basketball shorts and he would wear pajamas a lot in public. (laughs) (gasps) The pajamas. I know the type. Yeah, I know the type. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about. We all know the type. So he's come a long way, but he totally does put his own spin and flair on things. Like, I'm not just dressing him like my doll or something. I sort of, like, guide him and suggest things. But he puts his outfits together, and he has his own style, and it's come together really nicely. Yeah. Yes, you yeah. com- you complement each other very well. Yeah, exactly. Thank I feel you. like once you give boys, like, a little push, they can go the extra mile. Like, they can go the distance. <laughs> yeah. But you just have to let them know that they can do it. And then they're like, oh, yeah. And then they put something together. Like, sometimes… I'll give my husband freedom, and I'm like, wait, I'm actually impressed with what you just put together. Right. You have to, like, over— I have a few hacks. You have to overly compliment them. Like, oh, yeah, when yeah, they're yeah. wearing something that you like, you're like, babe, oh, my gosh, I'm obsessed. Like, you, you look, look so, so handsome. Hot. You look so good. And then, like, they, they want two more. My other hack is— I just posted this the other day on my Instagram story, and I was shook at the amount of responses that were like, this is genius. It really is the simplest thing. But lately, I've been going on ASOS. You can go on any website. I've been adding, like— a bunch of things to my favorites for for life that I'm like, these are cool, cute pieces, like clothing items, shoes, anything, accessories. I'm like, I would love if he wore all of this stuff. And I go through, because he doesn't really love shopping. Like he's not going to go online and shop for hours um, or go to the store for that matter. So I put together my favorites for him. And then I'm like, you can go through and like pick your favorites. And then he goes and adds the ones to the cart. And then lately, First of all, I will say he's been getting a lot of compliments on his outfits. And also, I love all of his outfits because I'm like, oh, I kind of picked him out. But then I gave him the freedom to choose. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, that is great really Great hack. Great hack, especially for the holidays. It is a great hack. I, I need that. to start doing that. Okay, so your growth has been super consistent, like, on social media. What do you think the secret is? So I kind of think of this in terms of a formula or an equation almost. So in my mind, I think that if you plug in— certain things. So for example, if you plug in hard work, time, effort, maybe like 40 plus hours a week um, for X amount of time, maybe three months or something, you're obviously going to have something to show for that after. I just think it's almost impossible to do all of those things and not move from point A to point B. So to me, I feel like it is just an equation or a formula. So every day putting in hard work, passion, consistency, effort for a prolonged period of time, and you're going to have something to show for that. 100%. Yeah, I agree. It, might, it may not be what you think it it would be. You know what I mean? Because I think with – this is something we have a lot to unpack with, you know, Instagram and how – sometimes it's hard. Chelsea and I were just talking about this. Like it's sometimes hard to set 
goals. Like, I want to be to this amount of followers in this time because you can't really control that. But it's like you said, you'll have something to show for it. I really do believe that. Whether or not you hit those numbers that you want to hit, I think that you'll have something, even if it's like you learned a lot of lessons, like you have something really good to show for the hard work and consistency that you put into anything. Exactly. I agree. If you just show up. That's yep. right. We're going to take a quick little break to let you guys in on a secret to a great night's sleep. And that secret is our sponsor, Bowl and Branch. You've heard us talk about them before. When Bowl and Branch arrived on my front door, I was actually shook at how fancy and soft the sheets are. Uh, my mom even illegally went through <laughs> my mail and saw my Bowl and Branch package and she copped feel. And she came up to me and she's like, these are literally the softest sheets I've ever felt. Bowl and Branch is not only 100% pure organic cotton and not only is it soft and gets softer and softer over time, Ooh, all the of their products are made without harmful chemicals, pesticides, or GMOs. It's made with sustainable raw materials and they're made in factories that prioritize workers' empowerment and sustainable incomes. Finally, 100% of their packaging is made from recycled paper and can be recycled and or repurposed, which is just all around good vibes, you know? We love sustainable queens. For a limited time, you can get their luxury flannel bedding to keep you cool sleepers warm. That's me. Mm -hmm. And because they breathe, keep you warm sleepers cool. Plus, they come in 16 stunning patterns and colors, so you are guaranteed to find a style that you absolutely love. Shipping is always Free. You can try them out for 30 nights risk-free. And right now, you get $50 off your first set of sheets at bowlandbranch.com with promo code SAID. Get $50 off at bowlandbranch.com, promo code SAID. Spelled B-O-L-L and branch.com, code SAID, S-A-I-D. Go get yourselves some comfy, cozy sheets. So how do you think that consistency affects your growth on social media? I honestly feel like consistency is everything. And I feel like consistency could almost be a synonym for grit, which is, you know, something that you hear from so many successful people saying that that is the one thing that sets them apart from those who didn't succeed. So it's kind of just not giving up. It's keeping it going. It's showing up every day, like Chelsea said. So I think consistency is everything. And without it, I don't think you would have success in any area. I agree. Mm -hmm. I think that's really good advice. I want to talk about your stories, okay? Because you are so consistent on your Instagram stories. Chelsea and I were like, how—this is something we need to really dive into. Because we're mm -hmm. like, how is she so—she literally, like, takes you through her whole day. But you don't make it look like— you're not really trying that hard. It seems very effortless. I'm sure it is a lot of effort because we obviously do the same thing. So I get it. But are there—I want to know how you run your Instagram and your stories. Are you, like, making a plan the day before? Are you sitting down for multiple times a day and, like, you just post a bunch of stories at once that you've pre-done? Or are you just literally taking everyone through your day as it comes? I mean, it is a lot of work, but I don't make it too curated. Um, so I do mostly everything just kind of on the fly. And luckily, my job is sharing my whole life with people. So I just try to put a spin on that every day. And even when you're not doing something exciting, like 
people might find value from it. So for example, going to the grocery store is not that exciting, but people for whatever reason love seeing what you got at the grocery store and why you got it and how much it costs and random stuff like that. So you may think, I don't have anything cool going on today. I'm just going to the grocery store or whatever, but like make some content around that because believe it or not, a lot of people will find value from it and you can help people. And then you're also sharing the actual parts of your day. Um, So yeah, I mostly just do everything on the fly like that. And I don't try to make it like too perfect or too pretty. Like I have a lot of friends who um, put all their stories through the same filter, like, and that takes a lot of time. And then they put like all this beautiful drawing and artwork and gifts and everything on it. And I like to throw on gifts and filters and stuff too, but I just don't do it too perfectly or too curated. And I kind of just let it be what it is. And that gets me through the day story-wise because I feel like stories is so much pressure every day. You know, it's like having a reality TV show every day of your life. So having it a little less curated like that took some pressure off for me and I feel like people have responded well to it. Yeah, I really like that. I feel like I like that point too of having it less, you know, through a story template or with all these filters and crazy things because I feel like that adds more barriers so they don't feel like they know what you're actually doing. Like it puts more of a separation. Mm -hmm. But when you take those away, it, I don't know, like connects you a little bit more because it feels like the stories are coming along with your day and your day is not centered around the stories, if that makes sense. Yeah. I agree. And I think, well, I'm curious. Do you think that taking everyone through your day most days do you think that that has connected you with your audience a lot more than when you didn't do story? I mean, well, I guess stories have been around. How long have stories been around? A few years know. now. Yeah, a couple of years. So we've probably been doing it for a while. But do you feel like that gives you a better connection when they can see your, like everything you're doing? Yeah, definitely. Because I didn't used to share as much as I do on my stories. Specifically, I when stories first came out, I kind of felt more pressured that it had to be like better content than what I'm doing now. And so I wouldn't share things like, oh, my lower back is hurting. Like I shared that the other day, like my lower back was hurting. And you guys probably know, like having an audience is a better resource than like Google. So Mm -hmm. literally, (laughs) definitely. They come through with the recommendations. Yeah. So um, I put stuff like that out there now, which is obviously not visually appealing or that exciting or anything cool. But I put that out there and so many people responded and then they tell me like their stories about what they've been through and what works for them. And then they feel like they're helping me, which they are. And then I get to help them sometimes through stories. And I feel like it just forms more of like a community. And it also kind of like breaks down the barrier. Like you were saying, like Mm -hmm. this is not like a perfect, amazing part of my life, but I'm having back pain. And now you guys know that. And now I feel like we're even closer friends because I will tell my real friends that I have back Mm -hmm. pain, you know? Totally. So how do you edit your Instagram photos? Do you get that question all the time, like nonstop? Yes, I do. (laughs) And I've been meaning to put something together for it. But as you guys probably know, again, in this industry, we have a never-ending list of content that we're, you know, going to get to one day and things that people want to see that we're going to put together and blog posts we're going to write and all these things. So um, it is on my to-do list. But the reason I haven't done it is because everything is always so different. So, you know, I'm changing the way I edit all the time and it really matters on the photo. Um, But basically what I can say is that I use Lightroom a lot, which you guys know you have amazing presets through Lightroom and stuff. Um, It's just an amazing tool to help adjust things and fix a lot of colors and lighting issues and all that. It's probably my favorite tool for editing. And then I also like Visco. They have some really great filters. Um, I go all across the spectrum on those because there's 
so many. many. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so many of them are so good. Um, And then I also use uh, Snapseed. They have really good filters, actually, which I feel like a lot of people don't realize and don't utilize. And then I love Afterlight for the little vintage dots everybody Mm -hmm. always asks me about. And um, another app is Cooneycam which is like another vintage. It does like a timestamp and some dust and stuff. And that's pretty much it. Nice. That is really good to know. I've never heard of half of those. So good to know. Yeah. I think that Lightroom is such a good, such a good editing app for, like you said, like fixing specific things and fixing colors. I did like a mini little editing tip the other day on my Insta story of like how I will take the saturation of just the yellow down on my photos to like brighten it up. And people are like, what the heck? And I'm like, First of all, I come from a photography background, so that stuff's more of second nature to me. But it's like you really can do so much so simply in Lightroom. I don't think people understand like how many how tools they, there are in the app. So it's, it's a really good one. Visco's a classic too. I such do good love Visco. Such good filters. Since high school, we've been loving Visco. Mm-hmm. Do you ever just sit and scroll like on Instagram? Do you ever catch yourself like scrolling for hours? Or are you kind of more of like you avoid the like consuming part of it? Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, I don't do a lot of scrolling. And when I do, I feel like it's different than most people's scrolling, which you guys can probably relate to too. Um, It's more like research or inspo or you're still in like a working state of mind since Instagram is part of our work. It's really hard to use it as a consumer space now because it's hard to separate the two. Um, But I would say at most, I probably spend 15 minutes a day total just like scrolling. Wow. So I feel like that's not. <laughs> that's not very, say the same. <laughs> yeah, that's very admirable. That honestly. is very admirable. Well, do you know what? I think it's like someone like you who's very consistent and posting all the time. Like, I, I don't know if I was mentioning this to you, but I was saying someone like you, you can't really consume that much because you don't have time. Mm-hmm. And like yesterday, I had such a busy day. I'm doing Vlogmas right now. RIP to me. Yeah, and RIP. It's been so fun. I love it, but it's been super busy. And I'm like, I was not on Instagram all day. No. Because I didn't have time. I was recording. We were doing a shoot for our merch. We were doing all this stuff. And I didn't have time to scroll. And I told Chelsea, I'm like, I haven't been on Instagram all day. That's probably why I'm so happy. Because <laughs> I've been just like not consuming anything. Just like living my life. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is probably another big reason why people are connected to you. And like Chelsea said, you're posting your stories. And people feel like they're coming along on your day. Not that your day is centered around Instagram because you're just living your life and sharing it. I think that's like really good advice for Mm -hmm. anyone who wants to get into influencing or anything in that space is like live your life, focus on you, create your own content, and don't do a whole lot of consuming because I think that gets kind of overwhelming to be honest. Mm -hmm. Totally. We are taking a quick little break to talk about something very important. That is the fact that so many feminine care brands are filled with toxic, nasty chemicals and ingredients. Listen up, you guys. This is something that I'm trying to be more mindful of, what we're sticking into our bodies. L, that is the letter L, is a period and personal care company focused on giving you organic period care products without the quote-unquote organic prices. L makes tampons, pads, and liners with organic cotton because they believe that a natural product just makes sense for a natural process. We love that. We love Mother Nature in all aspects. So I'm into that. 
So they do not use pesticides, chlorine, fragrance, or dye in their products. And for every L product that you purchase, one is made accessible to a girl who needs it. To date, they have made over 200 million products accessible and counting. And when you get L, you are a part of helping that movement grow, which is something really special. And I absolutely love companies that, you know, make a difference in this world by giving back and also are giving us products that are not harmful for our bodies. You will find Elle by going to your local Target. I know you guys are headed there soon. It is the cutest packaging. Look for a clear canister with a gold lid or white bags with a large gold circle on the front. Or you can get your L organic tampons, pads, and liners conveniently right now by going to thisisl.com slash what we said. That is thisisl.com slash what we said. The words this is in the letter L.com slash what we said. What are your thoughts kind of speaking on hustle culture and the idea that we always need to be working and I don't know, just all of that kind of stuff? I mean, I feel like for me personally, that just fits into who I am. So I don't have a problem with that because honestly, working makes me happy. That is kind of, I mean, productivity is like my favorite feeling in the whole world. And I've used work as a vessel to feel really productive and it also is just like a motivating factor in my life I love um, achieving my goals and like seeing growth and success and all those things so for me I feel like it just works and I have like a healthy as healthy as it can be relationship with that idea but I totally respect and understand that not everybody feels that way about work and some people um, don't need to feel pressured by our society to work all the time if that's not sort of who they are and what they identify with and what works for them. Right. So do you think for you personally, when you see someone else hustling, working a ton, um, getting a ton done, does that affect you in any way positively or negatively? Like, are you motivated motivated by that? Are you like, oh, I should, I need to be doing more? Like, what are your thoughts? I feel like I don't ever really get upset by it. And um, if anything, I let it inspire and motivate me to be better. And it makes me really happy, actually, when I see other people working so hard. It makes me happy for them. Like, I love seeing their success and I love seeing them find a groove and doing something that they're passionate about. And that just really inspires and motivates me. I'm like, I love the way that looks on them. And I love that feeling for myself, too. And it just encourages me to do it more. But I never feel bad about it and like oh that person's doing so much why aren't I doing as much as them or something like that Mm -hmm. yeah and I think that does I can relate to in a lot of ways like I consider myself kind of a workaholic but it's the same thing like it makes me happy and I get excited to do it but I've found that when I am in a negative headspace or I'm in like a bad place then I go from letting things inspire me and motivate me to making me feel like less than and I think it kind of does depend on like where you are in life and like how you're feeling about yourself so I think we all just need to strive to like, yeah. I don't know, feel good about ourselves and know that we're doing enough because it really is such a good feeling to feel happy for other people and feel excited for them. Mm-hmm. 100%. I respect that. Okay. Have you taken the Enneagram test? What is your Enneagram type, if you know it? I don't think that I've actually taken the test. I can't remember. Um, but my mom is a psychologist and she's been obsessed with the Enneagram for years and I'm pretty sure she says that I'm a type 7 with a 6 wing. Okay. I was going to say, because as you're talking, my husband's a 7 wing 6, and 
it sounds like my husband's talking like everything you're saying like working makes him happy and it's like nonstop. and I'm the opposite so I'm always like can't relate really <laughs> but it sounds like exactly what he is and um even like having well tell me if this is kind of you can relate to this um as I because I like to read about his so that I know and understand him a little bit more you have so many things that you want to do and like you you want to just keep going all the time like you're so positive first of all I love sevens like sevens are the best people but you have so many things that you're good at and so many things that come easily to you that you have a hard time like sticking to one and you have like all of these things in your mind like oh I I can do all of these things and you're like go for one but then like oh but I also have this and then I also have this and I need to accomplish this and blah 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 like do you feel like that's how you are Yeah, definitely. Um, Especially, like, graduating college and, like, going out into the real world and deciding, like, what I was going to do was super overwhelming in that sense because I have so many things that I'm passionate about and that I really think I would be happy doing for my whole life and that I would be happy having a career in. So it was so hard for me to be, like, which one of these passions am I going to follow? Mm -hmm. It's crazy. And another thing is, which is probably how you are as well, and I can tell, is, like, you— it comes easily. Like you're very ta- multi-talented in all these other areas. So when you do try something new, and this is at least something my husband runs into, it's like they don't have to work necessarily as hard at one thing. So they don't necessarily value their talent as much as someone who like works their whole life to become one thing. One thing, like a technician, they're super good and it, like takes them a long time. Like you kind of pick it up easily and then you're just like, oh, okay, I can do this thing where you could you know, take that to the next level. But you're like, but I'm also really good at all these other things. So what should I do? Yeah. But it's I, overwhelming. I can kind of, I get that vibe from you that you're like, you have all these talents and like passions, like you're cooking and all that stuff that is yeah. probably hard to stick to one thing. But what's like a piece of advice for somebody who's like that, that has like all these things that they want to do, that they're good at and that they're passionate about, but they want, you know, to, to see success to in like see one success. area. Yeah. I mean, the best thing for me was kind of just leaving it up to the universe and seeing, like, where life would take me because I felt super overwhelmed. Um, I never really thought of them as talents, Mm -hmm. like you're saying, but I just feel like I have a lot of interests. Yeah. And I just felt so overwhelmed that I would, like, break down being like, I just don't know, like, where to go or what to do. And I want to make sure that I'm happy in my life. And I, I love all these different things. And I'm afraid if I pick one... I'll miss the other one. And I just felt so overwhelmed. And so I feel like just letting the universe like take me and just seeing where life takes you and like where you end up is the best advice I can give for someone like that because I had no plans of being an influencer. I didn't even know a blogger was a job when I graduated college. I just started this as a hobby and then it just turned into my life and now it's my career. And, you know, I had to just sort of go along for that ride and see where it was going to take me. And now I'm so happy and so excited with how my life has turned out. So, you know, don't stress about it. Just see where it takes you. I love that. Just kind of do what you love and something will morph and it might not be, it might be like a combination of things that you love. Yeah. And, and it, I mean, it's so, your dream job. it's so funny because like my whole life, pa- my fashion or fashion was my passion. Yeah. And I studied cultural anthropology in college and I always thought that was going to be my job because I'm so passionate about that too. And I love it. And I always thought like fashion was going to be my hobby. And it's so funny because they have switched. So like now my job is fashion and my hobby is anthropology 
pretty much now. Like, I mm-hmm. still read all those ethnographies and stuff like that just for fun. And it's so weird how that worked out. So you just absolutely never know what life holds for you and what yeah. things can look like. I, I would have never dreamed that the two would swap. I didn't even realize it was possible. Mm-hmm. Well, That's kind of crazy. speaking on that, on, like, letting the universe kind of decide for you or whatever, um, you, I get the vibe that you are a very positive person. I've seen you talk on your Instagram stories about kind of like the universe and manifesting things and things like that. So have you always been like that, first of all? Like, where do you get that side? I don't know. Where do you think that kind of came from? I feel like that is something that has also just been innate. Like, it's just in my DNA. It's who I am. And I feel like, funnily enough, um, I've been learning more about, like, the zodiac signs in the past like year or so I don't know that much but um so I'm a Sagittarius and it's kind of like a textbook thing for us to be both positive and insensitive and I do experience that in my life because there's like a meme or something of Sagittarius being like I know you just failed your test and your dog died and you lost your job but can you please stop being in a bad mood (laughs) and that's like literally me (laughs) like I just don't I just don't want to be in a bad mood and I don't want anyone else to be in a bad mood even when they completely have the right to Mm -hmm. be sad or suffering or upset or whatever. I'm just like, can we just not like do that part of life? Can we just be happy all the Mm -hmm. time? Yeah. So I feel like that's just sort of who I am. Why do you think that positivity is so powerful? I mean, to me, it's just law. So if you do some research or some reading on it, there is just – so much to back it up that that is just a real thing. And that works with the way that I view the world. Maybe not for everyone would that stick. But for me, um, it's like the law of attraction. It's just true. So positive thinking is going to give you positive effects. It's going to make you feel better. It's going to bring better things into your life. And it really does work, in my opinion. And I think that it's just law. I yeah, agree. it's like a physical thing. Yeah, and it's, I think, just the concept of, like you said, positive thinking brings positive things into your life. It's, you know, life isn't always going to go exactly according to plan, but I think when you are keeping a positive mindset, you notice the good more and it makes you a happier person. So even if you are in a hard situation, if you're constantly just trying your absolute hardest to think in a positive way and notice those positive things— your life is happier because you're noticing those things. Whereas the opposite is also true when you're in that negative, bad headspace, then you notice all the bad parts of your day and it makes you a more miserable person. Mm -hmm. So I think whether or not, because I posted one time about like how we were looking for this parking spot forever, Leif and I, and it was getting so annoying. And I was like, you know what? And we were in such a bad mood because we're like, why? This is so annoying. It's been like 40 minutes of us driving around like by the beach. We were just trying to do this thing, whatever. And I was like, I'm switching my mindset. Like I'm so positive. Like we're going to find a spot. I can't wait. No joke. 20 seconds later, we found a spot. And I'm like, okay, I could be, (laughs) you know, could be coincidence. But I really do believe that like a shift in mindset can like change everything and just makes you happier. No, seriously. So, oh, wait, the reason I brought that up is because I was going to say I posted about that on my Insta story and um, someone was like something about – because I'm Christian and they were saying like you can't believe in both like Christian and like the universe or like manifesting things or whatever. And I think that you absolutely can believe in both. Like I don't think it is a religious thing necessarily. It's just like what is the – what am I trying to say here? It's kind of all in one, honestly. Yeah. I don't know. That, that's not 
probably the word you were going to say, but I was going to say it's kind of all the same thing. It's all the universe, basically. I think we're all here. It's hard to, I don't know. I think what I'm trying to say is that the law of attraction can be used, like, you don't have to be, you can be religious or you don't have to be religious, and you don't have to take it as truth, but I think, like you're saying, it's just, like, it's obvious that it's the truth. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think that there's people who really identify with that because they're very spiritual, which is the way that I am, and that's why it makes sense to me, and that's why I utilize it and why it works in my mind, but there's also people who are not spiritual, and they're very, like, science-focused, and it can work for them, too, because you can cut it both ways. Like it's a physics thing, right? Like Mm -hmm. the law of attraction is a physics law. It's not necessarily a spiritual thing, even though it really seems like it and it can be used in a spiritual way. It can work for either party because there's proof on both ends. Okay. We're going to go into some favorite products. So what is your absolute favorite beauty product at the moment? Do you have one that you've been just going to all the time lately? So it's not so much a product, I feel like, as it is just, like, a hack. So I've been experimenting with faux freckles. I have them on today. They're so Um, cute. You have real freckles, No, and I did a few faux ones today, actually, because I got this little freckle pen from Uh this brand. This brand sent it to me. Um, It's weird. I'm, like, very freckly, but I don't have a ton of face freckles. I have have some, but I, like, put a little few on. I was like, that's kind of cute. Yeah. I love it. So, I mean, it's not necessarily one product. I just use, like, a bunch of different eyeliners, and I put them all over my finger, like, dots, and then just pat them over my face because then makes them look more, like, natural. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, it works so much better. Faded a little bit, yeah. Yeah, um, and I just think it's, like, really fun because, obviously, we always want what we don't have, Mm -hmm. so I don't have freckles. I want them, and it just, like, switches up a look. Like, it's so different than anything else I've ever done beauty-wise. It's not eyeshadow or eyeliner or anything like that, so I think it's fun. Love that. I love it. You have so many good, um, like, tutorials, too. Mm -hmm. I feel like you do a lot of – do you do beauty tutorials on YouTube? I don't really do that many on YouTube, but I started doing them on my Instagram every Monday and just calling them Makeup Monday because okay, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, um, I've like always loved beauty and makeup, and I sort of went with fashion getting into all this because it was like a stronger suit of mine, and I liked it maybe a little bit more. But I've always been super passionate about beauty too, so I'm mm-hmm. trying to incorporate that more and add it into my Instagram. Cute. I love it. That's a real seven thing of you to do. (laughs) Chelsea just stuck on it. She's like, a true seven. (laughs) Are you a TV watcher? Um, Yes, but a very specific TV watcher. Okay. What is your favorite show that you're binging or whatever? It's weird. In our household, there's only two networks that we watch, and that is Bravo and ESPN. Okay. okay. Absolutely nothing else. Bravo? I don't even know. It's just like trashy like reality, reality TV. TV. Oh, okay. Wait, like Wait, what, what shows? Like The Real Housewives. Oh, and oh, oh, oh. Like I love The Real Housewives. Vanderpump Rules, mm-hmm. Southern Charm, stuff like that. Um, yeah, <sighs> I, I love just that. started Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Like I went back to the very beginning, so I'm on season one. Wow. On episode oh, wow. five. I'm into it. It's oh, yeah. so good. It's so addicting. I have literally been watching The Real Housewives since the first season, which I can't remember if I was in middle school or high school, but that was so long ago. Mm-hmm. I don't know like what has drawn me to them and how I've been attached for so long, but that's so funny. They do it in so many different cities though. Mm-hmm. Have you which ones have you watched? All of them. You've watched all of them. Yeah. What's your favorite? New York. New York? Yeah. Okay, I need, I need to, to just like, oh, I've, uh, this is something I'm going to talk about in, I think it's, uh, it's a future episode, so I don't want to give too much away, but 
reality TV has become a new a new passion. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I don't know is. why. I've never been a TV person ever in my life. And then recently I've just been so hooked. into it. Yeah. Do you watch The Bachelor? No. Okay. It's literally, I mean, if it's not on ESPN and Bravo, like we don't you just watch don't it. Watch it. That's yeah. so funny. That's the rule. Yeah. The household the rule. rule. Yeah. That's so funny. What Queen about, like sports? Or yeah. you both like sports? Uh we both like sports. I my dad and my brother like love sports. So watching ESPN reminds me of like growing up and even when I was younger if I had trouble falling asleep I would put ESPN on in my bedroom because I felt like my dad or my brother were there Aww, like protecting that's so me. cute that's sweet that's so sweet so what about ESPN. YouTube channels like are you into any specific YouTube channels lately um I love beauty YouTube I've been mm-hmm. watching beauty tutorials on YouTube for a really long time like years I just think it's like oddly soothing and yeah. really fun um, and then I love just like relatable, cute channels. Like I love watching your channel, JC. Aww, thanks. And um, my friend Julia Havens. I don't know if you guys have seen her on YouTube, but she is just like the cutest. Like she gives me the best vibes, and it's like her and her husband a lot too. And they're just super cute, and they have a really cute house. She has good fashion, all that good stuff. You know, yeah, nice. Who are some of your favorite beauty vloggers or beauty gurus? I have been very attached to Desi Perkins and Katie for years. They're just, mm. like, they're best friends, and they're so good at makeup, and they're super funny, and they're, I don't know. I'm just really attached yeah. to them. You can learn so much about makeup from YouTube. It's I know, shocking. It's crazy. Everything like, you need to know. Yes. Yeah. It's crazy. I, I feel like you can seriously go from zero to 100. You can become a freaking makeup artist mm-hmm. from watching YouTube oh, yeah. videos. It's insane. Probably better than, like, going to an uh, academy or something. Yeah. Literally, because you can learn from so many different people and learn so many different techniques. Yeah, and like specifying which techniques you like too. What is so you cook a lot too on your Instagram? What is one of your favorite vegan meals to make? So I don't really have one, but one of my favorite things to do is take like recipes that I ate growing up and that just seem very familiar and home cooked and just like really good hearty meals and then turn them vegan Mm -hmm. because it just sort of feels like nostalgic and it's very rewarding. Like the other day, um, I made these meatballs that I always used to make with my grandma and I like sent her the videos and I sent her the pictures and she like walked me through the whole recipe and stuff. And then, you know, it was so cute after she was like, I'm so proud of you. Like you're a really good cook. And like it smelled exactly how it smelled like at her house. And it, you know, that just made me feel really special. And that's like part of cooking that I love so yeah stuff like that I love that how often do you guys cook I feel like you are cooking a lot on your Instagram yeah I mean people love to see the cooking so pretty much like every time we cook I try to do some stories around it if I'm not like too burnt out from the day um, because it's so helpful to so many people there's so many people who are trying to go vegan or they're just interested in eating less meat or something so it's so helpful um and we probably cook like four to five times a week. Okay, that's good. Yeah, that is good. Yeah. Well, can we talk about that? So do you consider yourself, are you totally vegan? Or I've seen you, do you, every fish, I feel like I've seen you say that. Yeah, so we're completely vegan at home. We cook everything vegan and we have for years, but we will eat seafood sometimes when we're out. Gotcha. And that's just what works for us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's the whole point of all that stuff to me is do whatever works for you and everything counts and everything matters. So if you're going to do like meatless Monday or something, I still think that's awesome. Mm-hmm. I think that's great. And I think that that should be celebrated if anything. And I hate to see people tearing each other down for like, oh, you're vegan, but 
you, you know, did this. You have leather shoes or you use non-cruelty-free beauty products or something. And I'm like, I'm not perfect and I'm not trying mm-hmm. to be, but I'm making huge efforts every day to be a better person, a better consumer, and all these things. And I think that we should celebrate each other for that instead of just nitpicking. Yeah, it's a real issue, honestly. It's Mike crazy. drop to that. Seriously. <laughs> I agree. It's crazy. Okay, so what is your workout routine? Like, how often do you work out? What's your favorite kind of exercises? Kind of spill the beans on that. So I tried to do, for a couple of months, I've been doing this, like, cardio routine where I do the Stairmaster for 30 minutes, three times a week. Stairmaster is hard. I know. It sounds crazy, and it, it was crazy at first, but it's just something that I felt really made a difference, and it felt really good knowing I was doing it. So it's just, like, a goal that I've given myself every week, and I use YouTube basically to get me through it. I'll just watch like three 10-minute videos while I'm on the Stairmaster and it goes by pretty fast. Um, So I love doing that. And then I do some weightlifting because honestly, I've been lifting weights since I was probably like 11 or something. Like I was really into that because my dad, um, he was a football player and he's like really big and strong. He's really into weights. And I just thought that was really cool when I was younger. So I've been going to the gym for a really long time, which is weird. I feel like most people do not go to the gym. Play and work and go into the gym at age four. I love it. Um, And then other than that, I love group fitness because it just kind of feels like, I mean, if you find the right gym in the right place and stuff, it feels like such a community. And I love that you're all just like working together towards something um, and you check in with each other and it's really nice. And you also cannot look at your phone at all when you're doing that kind of workout, which is a really nice relief because it's so easy to get distracted when you're lifting weights or something and be like, oh, but what's going on on Instagram Mm -hmm. too? Um, And then my favorite kind of workout is bar. Bar is so hard. It's so fun to me. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm pretending to be a ballerina kind of. Yeah. But not like too much pressure, like not an actual ballet class or something. And I feel like that's just like really fun. And it gives the best results too. How many days of buns were burning after my bar classes? I was like, oh my gosh. And mine aren't even that long. Yeah, they're not that long. And at first you're like, okay, really? Like how many of these little dumb things do I have to do? And then afterwards you're like, oh my gosh. Yeah. It gives you really like long lean muscle, which Mm -hmm. I feel like everyone – wants that right yeah exactly okay I have multiple questions we're diving in first of all how many days a week did you say you work out or did you say that um I try to work out like three to five days a week I would say okay and then when you're doing the Stairmaster that sounds very intriguing to me I actually don't ever do the Stairmaster so I basically I pretty much like cardio no cardio but I kind of want to add some in because um I just weight lift but I've been thinking about it. So, wait, let me in, in, interrupt and say okay. you actually would like Stairmaster because I don't think you get as winded as, like, sprints or something like that. You're definitely tired, but it's not just It's an endurance much. thing. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know if that— I think— So well, you wouldn't be, like, <gasps> like wheezing like yeah. you would if you're, like, running or doing crazy jumping and all that stuff. Yeah. So I think you would actually like it. Well, Chelsea makes fun of me. Like, I'm so into, like—multitasking uh, is not the right word, but— what was it that someone was like, oh, yeah, you could get this done. And I was like, oh, can acupuncture. you Acupuncture. Oh, they're like, yeah. We had someone on there talking about acupuncture. And um, I was like, can you, like, do work while you're doing that? Like, can you, like, do emails or whatever? And everyone's like, you're supposed to be relaxing. I was like, oh, that's, like, just my mindset every time. So when you say, Same. like, you watch YouTube or you're doing stuff, I'm like, that sounds nice to me to be able to, like, get my workout in but also be, like, getting stuff done. So when you do the Stairmaster, is that your whole workout for the day is just the Stairmaster? No. Okay. You also do some, like, weights or something? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, it's such a good way to like, I'll do, I'll go through like 
I don't know, maybe like 30 DMs or something. Yeah, that's on something. And it makes it go by so fast. And then I feel like I did something really good because we're always trying to get to our DMs. Like I want to, you know, get to those people who are supporting me and they have questions and they're saying nice things to me and whatever. And it's just a really good use of time in that way. Okay, I'm going to try it out. Yeah. I'll, I'll keep you updated with the but results. it does suck. She's mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I will admit. It really does. It's not like... It's not, like, fun or cool or easy or anything, but, like, something that motivates me to do that is I was saying, like, my dad is really into weights and fitness and stuff, and um, when I used to live in Reno, I would, like, see my dad at the gym and stuff, and he runs a lot, and I'd always be like, how's your run? And he'd be like, it sucked, and then he'd be like, that's why I do it. Like, you know, you, you have to do the things that are hard. You have to do the things that suck if you want to. If you want results. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 100%. That's true. So is it, you're mostly focused on like the booty gains when you do the Stairmaster, right? It's like and legs. Strings, yeah. I guess all A little bit legs. of calves too. Yeah. I, I just think of it as like, just like shedding weight when I'm on the Stairmaster because yeah. you just like drip a lot. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. <laughs> we'll keep you posted on my results. Yeah. Okay. Well, we want to end with asking if you have any New Year's resolutions. Are you into like that kind of stuff? Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, I think it's such a good time of year to motivate yourself to be a better person and to have big goals and stuff. And I kind of do resolutions like all the time. I almost think of every beginning of the week as like a resolution. I'm like, it's new week. It's Monday or like it's a new month. It's a new season, all those type of things motivate me um, to have new goals and resolutions and stuff. And specifically for 2020, I have some exciting business goals that I would like to achieve and expand um, and just more exploring and adventuring, hopefully moving to New York. Yeah. Talk a little bit about that. Why do you want to move to New York? Like what draws you there? Um, So the reason I want to move to New York is because I've always wanted to. And it's kind of the idea that you should do the things that you're afraid to do. So I'm like really afraid to move to New York because I know for a fact that it's going to be hard. But that's exactly why I want to do it because I know that it will shape me and I can evolve in a way that I will not be able to evolve in my comfort zone. And that's really important to me as a person like I want to build my character in that way I want to be challenged in that way and I also think that it's really important for me to move to New York because it is like a dream and a goal of mine and I think having an audience and a platform it's really important for me to show especially like young girls who maybe have similar dreams or goals or just things that they're scared of that it's possible to do them and like this is what it looks like when you do them. Like I'm terrified to move to New York but this is what it looks like when I'm doing it and this is what it looks like after and this is what I learned from it and I want to encourage people to do that and who am I to sit here and tell some young girl, oh, you want to move to New York? You should absolutely do it and then I don't do it. Mm-hmm. Like right. I have to I have to live that out basically. Amazing. Walk the walk. Yep. Well, stay tuned for Delaney becoming a real housewife of New York, oh my everyone. Gosh. My that would be iconic. That would be amazing. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. We really appreciate it. Tell everyone where they can find you on Instagram, YouTube, all that stuff. So on Instagram, I'm at Delaney Childs. And on YouTube, I'm the same. And my blog is still thestyledseed.com. Amazing. Amazing. Go follow her, you guys. If you guys want to follow our podcast, you guys can follow our podcast at What We Said Podcast. We have lots of exciting stuff. 
exciting plans for the new year. And um, our individual Instagrams, mine and Chelsea's, will be linked below as well. And if you guys want to rate and review the podcast, that would be awesome. That would be amazing. Also, last thing, if you loved this episode, make sure to screenshot it and post it on your story and tag Delaney and tag us so we can repost you. And Um, just a reminder as well, there's not going to be an episode next week on Christmas Eve. So I'm sorry, but we hope you have a very Merry Christmas. Happy holidays, you guys. Yeah, happy holidays. Sorry, not just Christmas. Happy holidays. That's right. We don't want to offend anyone. Yeah. Um, But we love you and… That's That's what what we said. said. Goodbye. Bye.